Hey everyone, your designers are here. I'm Anita at Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly at My Soulful Home. We've got tips and tricks and decorating advice for you today, so let's get started. This is episode 172, Furniture, Clean, Fix, or Toss. And remember, you can get our show notes at decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash 172. Oh, I'm so excited about this, girls, because this is what I do all day long. <laughs> what, repair furniture? Or- well, you know, we all, as, as uh, decorators and as bloggers, we're always, you know, thinking, you know, how to how do I make that look nice or can I fix this thing or how can I make it look better? Now, I thought or in a what previous, do I need to toss? Mm-hmm. I thought in a previous episode, you said you got rid of all your vintage things. Did I? I did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you're not fixing furniture. You're tossing it, right? Well, well, I'm, I'm not tossing it. I, I okay. am getting it out of the house, but okay. I do have a lot like my, um, darn it, my kitchen table, the one that's made out of barn beans and handmade. Mm-hmm. Right. The base of it split down the center. Oh, ouch. I know. Oh, that that concrete's got to be not the concrete heavy. table. This is my kitchen table. Okay, okay. And we're wow. figuring out what to do with it. I mean, mm-hmm. how to how to do this and I think this may be a job that's a little bigger bigger than Bobby wants to take on. Yeah. yeah. Uh because the base is very round and bulbous. So somehow I don't know if we're going to filler it, what we're going to do. So we may have to get a professional in. But yeah, there's always things to be fixed. Well, I just pick up everybody else's tossed off furniture. You do. <laughs> Honestly, I went through my house the other day. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what prompted me to do this. But I went room to room on the first floor. And there are only three pieces of new furniture. <laughs> wow. But your home... Your is home, that crazy? But your home reflects <laughs> that so beautifully. And you, <laughs> yeah, right, and you but you'd, fix them up to be one of a kind. Well, you'd never know, though, that the stuff, half of it, you found it on by the side of the road or <laughs> <just> somewhere. <laughs> I'm uh, telling you, I would just love to, like, sit in a panel van outside your house. <laughs> you want to like, follow her around and see I what do, she's I, doing. I mean, it must yeah. be hysterical yeah, seeing her trips up be, and down the yeah. sidewalk. It has to be in something mobile because I do go out and, and do this. You only further have to be from as, home. As well. You only have Dragging to be as fast home. as Emmett. You don't need a van. Yeah, you don't need. Oh, a van. this is true. Well, I want to throw out my favorite tip. And so, you know, I worked at a furniture antique store for several mm-hmm. years before I started blogging, and I know their big secret for fixing <gasps> furniture. Hey, but well, you I, don't but, have to have you don't have to have vintage or antique furniture though. To, to use these, you can use these tips on new furniture that have has gone oh, awry. Sure. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. I'm right. I mean, I think we're doing a mix of a little bit of any, everything. Yeah. But what I'm talking about now is if you have damage to the top of a table, for example, or something's dinged a leg of a piece of furniture, if it's stained, the product that uh, we used all the time is called Restora Finish. And it's like a Restora stain. Restora Finish. Restora okay. Finish. And you take a steel wool. Uh, and a fine, a very fine steel wool, and you kind of rub it in uh, with the grain, and it will. And fill this in- is. Wait a minute. Can I just mm-hmm. clear this up? Uh-huh, um, sure. This is you're t- literally taking that, and it moves. It loosens up 
the finish that's on it. Is that right? Is that what I'm getting in my mind? Right. Now, if it's got a high mm-hmm. sheen on it, it's not going to break through that finish. But if you have a matte okay. finish, if it's not sealed, if it has a polyurethane, good luck. It's just nothing's going to, I don't know what you're going to mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. without stripping, stripping it. Stripping it. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have to strip it. But if it's just kind of wood that's that's stained and it's got wax or a polish on it that's not a hard coat, you can use this and any kind of dings, it's going to it comes in different shades. So you can get it. If you have dark wood, it comes in dark. If you have light wood, it's got a light stain for pine, but it's going to, any scratches, it's going to fill in and make them the same color as the rest of the wood. And it's going to help with any kind of um, scratches, any dings, uh, even watermarks. I've seen it work rather well. That's a, that is a really great product. Let's put that, make sure that goes into the show oh, notes. Definitely. And if you don't want to buy something, I we have a, a beautiful chestnut bar that sits in our breakfast nook. And we have some water, water glassed round marks on, on it. And my husband, I've sort of been ignoring them, but this is his baby. Like he got it maybe 10 years ago for Christmas and he was so thrilled. Um, so he, I'm th- I said to him, uh, two nights ago, what's the white stuff all over our bar? And he says, it's mayonnaise. And I was so impressed because wow. I knew that <clears throat> my brother-in-law had come up and I think over making bourbon, bourbon, whatever's, uh, he said, Hey, you can get that out by, you know, rubbing mayonnaise on it. Now, two of the stains did come out. The one that has been there forever did not. And I've heard though, that you can use ash, like get some ashes, like out of your fireplace or out of your fire pit. And mix that with mayonnaise and do the same thing. Rub it well, in. Well, if, if your um, <clears throat> home remedy doesn't work, try the Restore Finish. Well, what I'm saying is you don't have to mess if you you don't have to mess with the finish. So, if, what kind of um, damage did the mayo repair? Uh, a water water ring. Water ring. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I also have heard, but I've not used that. I mean, used it myself. That. N- you, toothpaste rubbed in and left and then um, wiped off uh, also can take water rings away, but it has to be the non-gel kind. The so, white one. Paste. Yes, the paste. Right. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And if you want bleach furniture, get the whitening, ultra whitening <laughs> toothpaste and rub it all over. <laughs> you know, that might be a slow I wonder if that does anything because that probably has a little peroxide in it. I doubt it. Oh, wow. How well does it bleach your teeth? This sounds, this sounds like well. my, my first run-in with sun-in. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. Oh, you know, like, like you're story. 15 and you're at the beach and you just – you know, I have this very, I have very dark hair in my natural hair color. And I was thinking, wow, I would just maybe love some really pretty blonde highlights. You know, not thinking at 15, if you spray the whole top of your head, <laughs> the whole top of your head will turn orange. Like, Oh no. Yes, no help. Because of the peroxide I mean. in it. And then yeah. my ends, I was uh, before my time, my ends were dark. Oh, so, you were ombre. Mm-hmm, I was ombre. Mm-hmm. Up, up, upside down ombre sort of yeah oh, that's really? right yeah evie does an ombre every uh every at least once a year so yeah oh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. so you just have to be careful i tried like an inconspicuous part of the furniture first and hey that's all a lot of the advice we're giving today we're just saying do that first 
you know, tried yeah, on it. You can try a few things. Mm-hmm. And if you, you know, and if you found your little side table on the side of the road and you don't really care, just take a pretty tray and plop it right on top of it. Call it a day. Call it a day. Well, and I bought some old uh, tables that were really in the top of the, it was the finish was in really bad shape. Mm-hmm. And what I did if one time when I was in a hurry was I just put like a little, uh, you know, table topper on it, just a little, very small tablecloth mm-hmm. or a napkin or a t- towel, <laughs> you know, like a decorative towel, like a Turkish yeah. towel or a tea right. towel. And then we should have called yeah, this. Yeah, that covered it up. Clean, fix, hide, or toss. Yeah, yeah. Well, there yeah. you go. In fact, that's another tip for when I had a a mahogany dining room table, and I was kind of done with that look for my dining room, and I wasn't ready to buy a new one. I just covered it up with a big tablecloth. Mm-hmm. Yes, Absolutely. you did that for quite some time. Another uh, uh, product that is very inexpensive and good to have on hand, is those little stain pens. I think Minwax makes them and mm-hmm. maybe some other uh, stain product companies. I've had I have very dark oh, yeah, floors those are good. now. Yeah, and somebody will come in, you know, with heels on or you'll drop something and they'll take a little divot out of the floor and it, you know, then the the underwood is not stained. So you just go with the, your little stain pen and what I do is don't do it um, you know, a really heavy coat and then walk away because you'll walk over it in your socks and then you'll be dragging it through and onto your <laughs> on your white carpet. Get on yes. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so do the stain pen sort of light, um, then dab it with paper towel and then mm. let it sit for about a half hour or so mm-hmm. and then come back and do it again. Do you ever and just then use that should come the Smart. same color? Mm-hmm. Do you ever just use a brown magic marker? Well, if, when no one's looking and I don't have a stain pen, I have to. <laughs> because have yes, I, yes, I definitely But sometimes have you have to be very creative with that. You know, you want to have a very um, honest, voluminous set of mm-hmm. markers mm-hmm. and you might want to, ch- you know, to have a dark and a light and you might want to, sh- you know, shade it and do uh, do a whole little thing. Oh, I bet you that would even be prettier. Actually. Have you yeah, ever I- heard of using a, a walnut? <gasps> on a floor. Oh, walnuts, I've heard of that like a too. walnut stain. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, actually, I mean, a walnuts, literal walnut. Yeah, walnuts mm-hmm, make mm-hmm. great stains. So mm-hmm. I was just thinking, oh well. I yeah, guess yeah. That I've, would work. I've used that before too. Mm-hmm. Excuse wow. me. Wow. What do you do with the walnut? Rub it on. Rub, Rub it on. Rub and it. Then you, and then you don't the sh- eat it though. In the away. shell or out of no, the no out of the shell. The meat. Wow. Mm-hmm. I would think a walnut is kind of beige inside. Well, but it's got the brown on the outside. I don't know. Just try it. Well, here's, let's move from maybe um, a, well, 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 before we move on, let's talk about if you have a, if you like your piece of furniture and it's a total ruin as far as the finish, you can strip it and, you know, re and sand it and restain it. But Hey, that's too much like work for me. And, you know, me paint it. I think Mm -hmm. everybody should learn how to paint a piece of furniture because so that's it in the just fixed brings category. such interest. Well, you know, we're just talking about um, hard pieces of furniture. Right. So I thought that would be a good one. And um, I'm looking for right now, I've just, um, we've had painters here and um, and people doing hardwood floors in our master bedroom. And we're totally redoing it from like the floor up, like I've done every other room in my house. And these are our last two, are the sitting room upstairs. And... Um, I'm looking for a big armoire, like a big old armoire. I don't care if it's pine or cherry or whatever. And I'm going to paint it. And I'm so excited because uh, I have these beautiful, uh, two new beautiful pieces that look like bleached wood. 
-hmm. And they're sort of nondescript, but I'm thinking I'm going to paint this armoire like a beautiful graphite. And um, so painting is such, gives such drama to your room. Well, it doesn't, it covers a multitude of sins, doesn't it? Oh, it's certain, but it also brings pieces back to life. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be Bobby's new dresser. Just a great big old armoire. Oh, that'll be nice. Yeah. Yeah. And if it doesn't, even if it doesn't have drawers, if it just has shelves, he's so happy, like with his clothes rolled up a la, I'm going on a trip and I'm putting them in my luggage. Oh, right. So, you know, and just put them in a, in some baskets in there. Yeah. And if the armoire that you find doesn't have shelves, it just has the rod for the hanging, you can easily have shelves made. I did that here uh, for the one that's in the barn. And now I keep the extra quilts and blankets for when the girls have sleepovers and they just boop and pull it out. I'm a huge fan of wood glue. And small vices. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what I was going to ask because that's kind of my kryptonite. If it's, if it's wobbly, it really makes me nervous. I mean, I have screwed it on the bottom you, you know, you can glue it and use the vices. I mean, so my question to you is, so I don't usually mess with that, but I just want to ask you, have you done this to a chair? And it's would I effective. say it? Would I recommend it if I hadn't done it to a chair myself? <laughs> yes, I don't know. <laughs> I like wood glue. My also, I think that's a wonderful product. But here's another one. Have you, have you noticed that um, if you get any furniture, you girls get so many vintage things? But I've been getting. I just got two new chairs that I'm going to actually put in my. Um, blog about uh, at the end of the week because I'm sort of changing colors a little bit. And my husband gets so frustrated because they have screw on legs. You know, they come in a big box mm-hmm. and they have the legs separate. Mm-hmm. But they sometimes, you know, we're hard, must be hard on chairs because sometimes the legs get wobbly. The, the, it, the, um, it gets stripped, you know, the, the, uh, what am I thinking of? You know, the, the, the threads. Yeah. The, the thread. Yes. Gets mm-hmm. stripped. Hey, Gorilla Glue. Oh, wow. Yeah. My fave. And Gorilla Glue has so many new products out. Yeah. Just don't get the one that bubbles up. Well, you know, they don't. Oh, that it, is, yeah, that's hard to work with. Although yeah. that stuff is, you're stuck for life. You know, the, the, I've told the scamp story on here, how, Yes. You know, yeah. We fixed uh-huh. a mailbox mm-hmm. with it, and Bob had all of the stuff bubbling. So he took a a couple of paper towels and wiped it all up, and our and our fluffy pomeranian rolled all in it, and <laughs> totally had to be shaved. So yeah, but they have a lot that that don't foam anymore. Yeah. Yeah, no, they do, mm-hmm. but just be careful. Well, which I'm sure for many applications it's great because it does expand to fill the space. But it does. sometimes it you really don't. does. It's sometimes awesome. you think everything's just right. You walk away and you come back and it's you know, it's bubbling up. It's a fountain basically in your right. right. But it's a fabulous product. So if you have um a thread that's been um stripped on a on a on like mm-hmm. the bottom True. of the, the table, the like a pedestal or a leg of a chair, it's wonderful. Now you'll never get it off, but you know, most people don't want to pull off the (laughs) the leg of a chair. (laughs) Yeah. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today and let them know your friends at DTT sent you. Okay. Let's jump up and down on some upholstered fabric. Love it. So excited about it. I want to give a few options of when I would 
either pass it up if you're looking to buy it or get rid of it if it's yours. Okay. Mm. Yes. This and I are we, do. Well, are, are we talking about are we talking about any furniture or upholstered? Upholstered. Yeah. Oh, no, okay. We're upholstered. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, and I have to say, as much as I do take in orphans mm-hmm. on a regular basis, mm-hmm. um, I don't take in very many upholstered orphans because oh. you have mm-hmm. to be really careful uh, about that, right? That's, and yeah, that's true. And I've well, taken in like mites. I've taken in bugs. quite a few, but you do have to be mm. careful. And here's the one thing: if there's any kind of funky smell, I don't even. I don't even want to touch it. If there's a yeah. bad sm- don't smell, don't attempt it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have to be prepared, mm-hmm. don't you think, Anita, t- to really redo it? Yeah, you're well, and if it's upholstered piece and you're buying it secondhand, 99% of the time, the fabric is not something you're going to want. Right. Mm -hmm. So be prepared, you know, consider that in the cost, the fabric and the upholstery. If you don't have an upholstery guy, get an upholstery guy, you know, start asking around, find someone who does a really good work, who's not expensive and they're out there, but you know, you kind of have to have the secret handshake, the password to find these people. I I think it's a lost art. Ding, 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 ding. Get your bell. (laughs) Upholstery, having things reupholstered is such an easy way to go if you have the right guy. And I have a guy. I think we all have a guy. Yeah, we've got a guy. So, Mm -hmm. well, the thing too about the smell, uh, since we had in Houston some bad flooding with Hurricane Harvey, I'm going to bring this one up again. If you have any furniture that has been in floodwaters, get rid of it. Don't even. Just, I would not even bother trying to clean it. Good tip. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, uh, that's just, I just don't even want to go into it, but I'm just going to trust, trust me. You don't want it in your house. She can get really gross. So let's just move on. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I know. I'm trying to avoid being gross. So just yeah. go ahead mm-hmm. and get, okay. get rid of it. Can I just say this? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think that uh, not only um, reupholstering, but slip covering. And I know Anita does her own slip covering and I do like minimal slip covering, like a bench. Um is a really wonderful way to go. And if you can sort of paint or put a beautiful new finish on like the legs, like I did like the legs of my bench, I bought a new bench, totally redid it, put, um, painted the legs, did a beautiful sort of um, chippy treatment on it and covered it, recovered it. I upholstered, reupholstered it and then recovered it with a drop cloth um, skirt, which really looked, that's my favorite. And it was so inexpensive. And did I you just make saw, that or did you have that done? No, I made it. And it oh, had the beautiful. nice pleats, the nice uh, pleating on the bottom of it. I saw Anita just did um, some beautiful little French chairs and she made um, a blue chair pad with this ruffle that is out of this world. Oh, thanks. So, you know, those things are inexpensive, but boy, can it change the look of the furniture that you have or find or, you know, want to repurpose. Right. And I've gotten some old pieces that they found were full of horsehair, which is another thing Mm -hmm. that tells you it's super old, but just think about that. Do you, you want that kind of cleaned out and you want some new fresh foam put in there. So I think it's worth, uh, like I said, if it's secondhand, I kind of like somebody getting in there and making sure there's no bugs or anything in there and getting all of that replaced. And sometimes I don't even want to say this, but sometimes there are bugs in furniture and this could be in upholstered pieces, or it could even be the woodworms Wood. in oh, gosh. old furniture. So yeah. mm-hmm. you really do have to be careful about that. And you know, 
Kelly and I buy old stuff all the time, but I've known of people that have bought furniture and then it did have the woodworms and they were getting ready to infest the other pieces in their room. And they had to have that, basically they tented the piece and, you know, injected it with who knows what, I'm sure very toxic so stuff. This so this is just a cautionary tale. You know, so really. if you... And that, that may be a toss it, you know. That's oh, a piece well, right. Well, it depends it. on the piece. But one way you can test is to put a white sheet under your piece of furniture. If you think you might have a problem, put that white mm. piece under there and look and see if anything falls on it. Or if you're at the store looking at it, again, see if you can look underneath the piece and see if you can see anything that looks like shavings or droppings or anything like that. And that would be a telltale mm. sign that you might want to pass <laughs> Yes, that leave that one there. Mm-hmm. Well, well I-, I was at... Um, uh, the local flea market here, not the Rose Bowl, but a mm-hmm. smaller one they have at Pasadena Community College with a friend years ago. And she was looking for a little desk for her daughter, who was probably about eight at the time. And we spied the most darling little desk and it was already chippy and just, she loved shabby chic oh. and it was, she was, it was just perfect. So we, I mean, this is not an easy flea market. Like there's not for the faint of heart. And it was about hundred and four degrees Ugh. and we carried that thing along with all the other stuff we bought to her car you know we kept saying okay i need a break okay my okay my hand hurt as little as it was it weighed a lot of money i weighed a lot and it didn't cost a lot of money um we get it to her car we put it in the back we drive it home she calls me about two hours later she'd put it right away up in her daughter's room <gasps> termites oh no. as soon as they got there she was put you know her daughter's little pencil um you know jar and oh, a little frame no. and she was she was you know decking it all out and all of a sudden she said they just started crawling out <gasps> from the drawer oh, that would be my nightmare and so I, <gasps> I mean i think it's you do need to be careful and so we want to make sure you know to kind of check for these things but i don't want it to to turn you off from buying vintage because there's so many Good. 98 of a hundred times you're going to get a nice piece oh well yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. i think it's going to be more an unusual thing to get a piece that's infested right. or something and right it, but it can happen but it's it's i've never had that problem here's something else so some, i'm going to change gears and do some upholstering um if you have a new piece of furniture like i have um, furniture in my living room and it needs to be um cleaned so I'm going to have it professionally cleaned and I have w- only one carpet slash furniture cleaner I will use. I'm very picky and you should be too. And um, they're going to come in and I was just reading all these opinions online and they go everywhere and from experts from six months to two years. Here's what I say. If you haven't had it cleaned in a year or two, you might want to look at it and you might want to get it cleaned and freshen up. Um my my company um, says once a year. I tend to go a little longer, like once every two years, depending on the wear. And I'll have it cleaned, and then I'll have it scotch guarded, um, and that makes such a big difference in the longevity. But you can also, with your um, upholstered pieces, you can you should also be vacuuming them yourself. Like get your crevice piece out, go in the crevice when you vacuum. Um, look, use one of your little upholstery tools and go over that because that's going to really help. Now I'm careful because I have like a um, two white chairs. So I make sure I clean that, that upholstery brush before I touch my chairs to it because yeah. you don't want to get any, sm- as we yeah. call it, schmutzy. 
mm-hmm. from one, right. one piece so of furniture to another. So if you've got slipcovers, you can just throw those in the wash. You which can. Which is what I do. And that's <laughs> another reason to have slipcovers. If, if, uh, if you can sew, I think it's fabulous to mm-hmm. make your own. But you can also hire someone to do it for you. Sometimes, if, you haven't, if you're getting ready to buy furniture, I know some sofas now come with their own slip covers. And well, we bought like chairs mine. recently that have slip covers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My, my, my sofa came with a slip cover and I had two of my club chairs slip covered and one, my sofas are real light ivory. My chairs are white and people, this is one of the most asked questions I get. <gasps> I'm afraid to put, I love the white or the ivory, but I'm afraid to put it on. I, I think it hides the dirt just fine. And I have a, um, uh, like a footstool that has uh, it's slip covered uh, or like a nice hassock. And I just keep throwing that right in the laundry and it just comes out so nice. Yes, of course. Okay. So I have some tips for you, um, everyone listening, if they are mm-hmm. going to hire someone to come and clean their upholstery. Okay. So, you know, there are people that do that and there are people who are qualified to do that, right? So you want to make mm-hmm. sure, and there's a way that you can do that. So there are two certifications that you can ask for. They could have one or the other. One is the International Cleaning and Restoration Association certification Mm -hmm. or the International Institute of Cleaning and Restoration certification. They sound very similar. Tell us a little bit about each one. Well, I don't know exactly what the difference in the program is. Yeah. So they can be certified for either one. Okay. Okay. So these are both good. Yeah. Yeah. Or just go to the most reputable one in your city. I mean, usually that's, and that's what I did. And I don't worry a thing about it. Okay. Let me finish up. Mm -hmm. So they they will also have the name of the technician and his or her identification number. And yes, the names are very similar, but one is an institute and the one doesn't have institute in it. So there are two different things. It's like going to school to be, you know, whatever, a Mm -hmm. nail technician Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. a hairdresser or something like that. You have to get a certification. And so if somebody is, has a company, they should have only certified technicians being sent to your home so they know what to do when they're faced with all kinds of different fabrics, right? Mm -hmm. So you want somebody that has skills in doing it. It's not like you would just go you know, drag somebody out from, you know, the grocery store and have them cut your hair, right? So you can't just have anybody (laughs) come in and clean your upholstery because that's a big investment. And just like Yvonne said, you can, um, you know, sort of either delay or prolong, or I guess you could even avoid ever having someone come in to clean your upholstery if you vacuum it yourself and then do that weekly. And then you can use these mist cleaning products. There's Mm -hmm. so many on the market. And then blot, do not rub, Uh, right? And you're going to mist with warm water. And then you're talking about a stain. Yeah, if you've had a stain mm-hmm. or just mm-hmm. even to refresh, because this is what the ah, cleaners are okay. going to do. They're well, using I use the same club sort soda. Of thing. I well, usually go right for the club soda. Well, that's a stain, right? This yeah, is and just you get like it up right generalized away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. cleaning. You can oh, mist it with okay. warm water, right? And then you can use a wet dry vac and then blot it with a towel and just don't rub. Wow. Wow. At, or for $20 a chair, you can call your, that's what mine costs. Your, your best person, um, best dry uh, furniture cleaner out there, and they can just do it for you. Yeah, and that's a, that's mm-hmm. a good price. They're saying um, the average for an eight-foot sofa is about $150. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about that. If that, especially if you, well, I think if you have any color sofa, because sofas 
you know, they're going to attract pets and dirt and schmutz and people's behinds are sitting on them. So I think it's really important that you um, get your furniture clean and your house will smell better too. Can I, can I talk about one more thing? Sure. Well, and I had something else to say too. So go ahead. Okay. Let's talk about, um, I have a sofa and it's a very good sofa in my family room. And my cushions are sort of sagging, not my back cushions, mm-hmm. the ones we seat sit cushions. on. Mm-hmm. Seat cushions. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I was really distraught over this. And I'm thinking, oh, I've only had the sofa for like three years. What am I going to do? It's a name brand. Um, unfortunately, the company doesn't you know, stand behind their, their product very well, but I could have new seat. I could have the seats restuffed. Yeah, that's right. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. And also, I mean, you can even get, I'm thinking because this, the one in the living room is um, foam core down wrapped. I'm really thinking of having that just for the seats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a really important thing to do. And it'll, uh, it'll extend the life of your sofa. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to mention one other thing because we we're talking about should you reupholster it, should you clean it, whatever. And I wanted to mention why I would buy something that has to be upholstered versus, or why I would reupholster something versus buying something new, or when I would buy something new. Mm, versus, good one. Right. So if it's a club chair, for example, maybe it's 10 years old, I don't know, five years old. No, I'm not sure how, I, I believe... Uh, our expert is saying seven years is when you're supposed to replace uh, the chairs. But anyway, but you've got a club chair and it's fairly new. I, I would I would just replace it rather than reupholstering it unless it's really, really special. Uh, the- or if you just are like I was, I was tired. I have beautiful leather club chairs. They just don't work in my in my room. They're not that old. So I had them slip covered. Mm-hmm. Right. So just for de- just so I didn't have to get rid of them because they were still so nice. Right. Now, if you want to keep them, that's great. But if you're saying, oh, should I reupholster this or uh, just sell it or get rid of it? The other thing I look at is, is, you know, so if it's, if there's nothing special about it, here, here's the thing, you're not going to save money buying new versus reupholstering something. It's usually about the same price. So I usually do new unless there, it's an old piece that I have or that I want to buy that has some beautiful carving on it because that hand carving is not something you can get in a new piece. And so I buy old and have it reupholstered, not for a money saving things ever, because you can, I can usually buy something new for about the same price. I so agree with you or less, but uh, why not? Uh, reupholstering reason- can be very expensive. The, the thing with the old pieces is that uh, they have this carving on there often that you cannot get in a new piece. And so that's when I would reupholster an old piece. So as long as mm-hmm. it's, and again, if it doesn't have a bad smell, if it's not rickety, but it has beautiful lines, then yeah, then I'm going to go ahead and reupholster that. And I'll buy it like that and just reupholster it. Or maybe I already have it in my house. So I'm going to Well, let that. me just uh, put in another tip for uh uh, a product to use on wood furniture to clean. And that's simply green. That's a wonderful, it's not toxic. And it's, a, it just takes off all that grease and grime, especially if you're going to use, um, if you want to um, 
put another finish on it or paint it. So let's just get that in the show notes. It's my very favorite thing to use on a piece of furniture. If I have an old piece or if, if um, you know, it's a, if a piece gets grimy and it really works great to take off grease on kitchen cabinets. Oh, good uh, idea. If you <laughs> encounter chairs, sometimes dining chairs that have an upholstered seat, but the rest of it is wood, and you think, oh gosh, yuck, I don't like that fabric, or hmm, I don't really want to trust what's inside that foam. I would like to have these redone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes you see the chair and it's so inexpensive. And then it, it is very true that upholstering uh, is expensive if you had it done professionally. So look at the bottom of the chair. Normally, there's about four to six screws that you can simply unscrew Mm -hmm. the seat Mm -hmm. and then you can buy yourself some fabric and then get a very heavy duty staple gun and you can buy foam at Joann's and cut the foam and just wrap it tight, make a nice corner, like almost like a corner you would do, you know, when you're making a bed, fold it over, make it nice and tight and then staple it on the bottom and screw them back on. And there are so many YouTube videos on how to do that. Mm-hmm. And it, it looks brand new. You've got a brand new chair that works with your the rest of your decor. Yeah, Kelly, you're so I really I'm glad you pointed that out because if it's just a seat cushion on a dining room style chair, those are so easy to just do yourself. You don't really need to know anything about reupholstery. You just kind of need one of those, you know, staple guns. Right. The one tip that I would give in addition is if you're doing a patterned fabric, make sure when you're laying it out that say if it's, let's just say for, uh, you know, sake of the the tip, cabbage roses, right? Mm -hmm. And so say there's a rose pattern. You want to make sure that each seat lays in the same spot on the fabric. You want to make sure that cabbage rose appears in the same spot on every chair. Right. So whatever your pattern is, you just want to make sure that you have enough fabric that each seat can can, uh, reveal the same look of the pattern once you turn it over. Oh, it's so smart. <laughs> okay. Well, so this, smart. let me add on to what you're saying. I think if it's a bold pattern, I, I agree with you in some cases, but in some cases, I don't think it matters so much that it's exactly the same. Well, if it's an overall pattern where all the things are about the same size, yeah, it doesn't really matter. But if right. there's one like pal thing, then you kind of don't want the pal thing off to the side on one and in the middle on the other. I'm going to say make your chairs match lovingly. Well, I would just, well, right. I mean, just play it by ear. Just look at your fabric and kind of think, is this going to look okay if I use different parts of the fabric on different chairs or should it be exactly the same? And I think, um, lovingly disagree, disagreeing. I think that if you look at professionals, they would, they're all the same. So, you know, you just want to try to make it as neat and as uniform as possible. I have a question though. What is the last piece of furniture you tossed away? Now, Kelly, this not may not apply to you. Oh, my gosh. I can't <laughs> even think. Well, what do you mean by tossed away? I give stuff away all the time. Well, okay. About? Yeah. You know, that you I took just it gave out away a house. nightstand. There you go. So mm-hmm. actually, so did we. Because <laughs> we're getting a new one. And this one uh, just was a little, I mean, it's way beyond its time. Well, I'm starting to find good homes for my orphans. I know I said oh, I was going to do it already, so but I, I really haven't. 
<laughs> I really haven't let any of them go yet. Because, you know, you have to really check out the people they're going to and make well, sure that they're true. good people. Do, do yeah. they need to, do you visit them? Do you make them I sign have, an yeah, adoption visitation form? rights. Oh, you know. my goodness. Yeah, so, so it's like a consult me a ba- if they're yeah. painting it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I really haven't given away too many yet, but I will. No. And if anybody lives near me, I have a great upholsterer. He is not inexpensive, but he's fantastic and you will be very happy. So if anybody lives in the Southern California um, area, uh, you could email me if you're looking for an upholsterer. Kelly, you're a generous woman. I mean, some people would never give that information away. Oh, well, they're a very nice family business, so I'm happy to pass them along. Uh, So remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Hope you got lots of tips today. Bye. Hey, everybody. We want to thank you so much for listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks, and we want to make it even easier for you to listen. And it's easier if you subscribe. You just click the subscribe button on our website, www.decoratingtipsandtricks.com. Or you can subscribe through Apple Podcast or any of your favorite podcast listeners. When you subscribe, DTT comes free right to you three days a week. So until next time.